0: Okay, so look um, I believe it was last week I did a video on there is no sisterhood or something along those lines you know, I always forget what I do <laughs> and uh, I want to like continue on this vein a little bit but it's more so you saw the title, you know young women are kind of forced to be pick I think they're forced at a young age or or, or influenced to be it picked me when, when, when you're younger. And so before I get into that, let me just introduce myself, because every once in a while I get someone new to the channel. I'm the Black opinionated woman, also known as a beau. I talk about what I want on this channel because it's my channel. That That's pretty much it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just want to talk about this for a second. I wrote down a couple of notes yesterday. I wasn't able to come live yesterday. So here we are at 522 a.m. So I just want to talk about a few things. How many points did I write down? I didn't write down that many points. Um, I have one, two, three, four main points. The first thing is I just want to reiterate sisterhood for a second. With a lot of the young women, there at least though, I'm going to say at least with black young women in particular, there is no real sisterhood. Okay? I just wanted to make sure I circle back to that for a second. You know, a sisterhood is basically when you have—I um, don't have my notes in front of me—but it's basically when you have a group of women who share a collection of experiences from within a community, right? So. Ideally, uh, and, and, and the sisterhood is really what's used to help you navigate the stages of womanhood, right? Navigate stages of being a young girl and being a teen, being a young woman, being a career woman, and should you choose career, being a stay-at-home mom, being, you know, coming through middle age, um, entering your senior years and twilight years and that type of thing, right? So you want to have this bond, this kinship among a group of women with the and in a community then you have the same set of experiences. Then you share those experiences. Well, because the, the community itself is so broken, they don't typically like to share these experiences and, and experiences in bonds with each other anymore, right? You'll see a lot of shade read and drag. You don't see a lot of the mentorship. And sponsorship, too, right? And so for those of you who don't know the difference between mentorship and sponsorship, mentors, they grow you. They skill you, right? They tell you these are things you should do, this, that, and the other. Sponsorship is what's done when you're not in the room, right? It's the ones, it's with people, those are the people who can open the doors for you. Those are the ones who can advocate for you. So when I say that we don't have this sisterhood or anything like that, you know, when you don't have people who have your back and they can do these things for you and make you feel like, okay, like a million dollars, right, and, and and give you all the skills and stuff you need and teach you, show you things, well, it's like a dog-eat-dog world. And it becomes a situation where now it's it's like, well, you want to figure out, how do, how do I get chosen? How do I become seen? How do I become valued? Well, we're not pouring that into our young women. So they don't know that they're seen. They don't know that they are valued. They don't know how to navigate um, the landscape of womanhood. So they're figuring it out in real time. And now don't get me wrong. Even with sister, Claude, you still have to figure some things out in real time. But we are not pouring this into our young women, into each other. We're not pouring it into each other. So that's the reason why I say, like, young women start off like feeling like they have to be a pick me, right? Because they're trying to 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 arrive at some place, and we're not helping each other get there. So they're trying to figure out how do I show my value. The second thing, uh, oh, so let me talk about the sisterhood. where was I going? Because I wrote down notes. Oh, I'm going to use myself for an example. I, when I graduated high school, I went to college. I went to college in. Um, It's an engineering school. It was predominantly white male engineering school. So already, although I enjoyed my experience there, I was put in a situation where I, and I had some sisterhood there, but what I'm saying is I was competing, right? Because I came through the 90s and early 2000s, right? So I came through during a time where, although men were starting to recognize women much better in, in these environments, nevertheless, the culture is the culture, right? So I started off going to this all white male, it wasn't all white male, but it, it, it had a, It was a large number of white males, okay? Um, so I wanted to be seen too and valued in all these things. Because at the time, what was valued was to be a man and and quite frankly, to be white. Now, these these guys weren't all bad guys, but, you know, that was what was preferred at the time. So when I went to college, I did not, I I had black friends, of course. Um, But, you know, we were like specks out there especially when talking about engineering, okay? There's plenty of people out here in tech, but at least when I was coming through, there weren't a lot of engineers and especially black women engineers. I wanna make it clear. So talk about the fledgling sisterhood. Oh my. But then, so not only was I in an environment where there weren't many women who looked like me. I mean, of course we were there. But there weren't that many. But then I was even in a major that that I don't think there was a single Black person in my major for years. At the time, I was studying material science engineering. <laughs> I don't know. If you don't know what it is, you can look it up. I'll briefly tell you. Material science, or some people will call it materials, depends on where you go. Sometimes materials science, you're dealing with multiple types of uh, materials. So you're dealing with Glasses, polymers, metals, um, I'm gonna bring down plastics, whatever it was, ceramics, and what those people do is think of it it's not chemical engineering, these are the people who come up with what does space shuttle tile look like, or what does your car engine block, what should it be made out of, or what materials should be used for an implant so my my concentration was biomedical right so you want to make sure like okay back then it was like you got to make sure you had like the titanium screws or whatever like that because of how it's going to work in your body or whatever but anyway you had to study a lot of chemistry um a lot of different things don't ask me if i remember anything um you had to understand a lot of thermodynamics. I was horrible in thermodynamics. I'm still haunted by the thermodynamics of silence class that, by the way, yes, I'm going to let you guys know. I did horrible in that class. I was like, please just let me pass the class. Barely. Okay? So, but nevertheless, um, that's what that person does. Like, So trying to come up with these materials. So think about all the things you guys do today. Now you guys got these phones made out of these cases think about the computer chips that are in your your computers I don't do that today I do a completely different type of engineering but that's what my degree in. so with that being said there was no one there to help me navigate that especially when I was feeling like I had imposter syndrome okay Um, oh shoot get back get back all right sorry about that stupid phone um, so, yeah, there's a lot of that going on. There was no sisterhood there to help me navigate that, right? To say, hey, this is not what you need to do. This, this is how you're moving. You don't need to move this way, right? I didn't have it. So, now, this is how I can see how you could become a pick-me with these types of things. And then there was the military. Don't even get me started. I went in as an officer in the military, Um I had to go to, most of you know that when you join the military, you have what's called, you usually have your school afterwards, whether you're an officer or you're enlisted. They call it your tech school. By virtue of what I came in doing, I had to go to two tech schools. Two. I had to go to two. They were like, oh, you're an engineer. So, I had to study all kinds of stuff. I'm just gonna leave it at that. There was nobody around that really looked like me. I didn't know how to navigate female relationships as effectively, right? Because it, it was, oh, I can get into this, and I don't wanna stay on this point too long. I think maybe I'll do a separate live on what it's like to to navigate those kinds of environments. All right. The point I'm trying to make is, before I move on to this next point, but there there's no real sisterhood. So when you've got young women trying to figure it out, especially Black women, they're they're not represented. We we're not fostering this this environment where we're mentoring and sponsoring each other. Right now, the culture seems more of that that it that that takes pleasure, and, and fraud, which is the demise of others, the downfall of others, right? So we're really into this JV drag culture. Young women don't know how to have good relationships with women these days because we're not fostering it. So now we want to be pick me, Pick-me, pick-me, see-me, value-me. And they don't even know that they already should have that value. They should, they should already feel valued. I want to move on to the next thing. Part of the reason why young women are forced to be pick-me's, and I don't know if I disagree with this 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 thing, but when you're young, you're in your prime fighting age, right? You're in competition. Competition, I believe, competition is good. So when you're young, you're fighting for mates, right? regardless of what your your flavor is, you're fighting for mates. You're fighting to be seen. So what happens is um, you have to find a way of distinguishing yourself. And so when you're young, and if you didn't have sisterhood, what happens is you don't realize you don't have to put out somebody else's fire in order to light your own. There's a lot of distinguishing of the fires and and then relighting of yours. Right? Because people might try to snuff you out, too. It's like Survivor. You know, when he snuffs out your, your torch. And he's like, this, the, 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 the tribe I spoke it, you've basically been voted out, right? So that's what's happening. I don't know what's going on with this truck in front of me, but I, I bet you I'm going to get in front of this truck. I know that much. So, anyway, when when you're young, you're really in your fine, you're your, your prime... Competition, age, and stage. So you're fighting for mates. You're fighting for job relevancy. You're fighting to be seen, right? It reminds me of like lions. You know, I've been stuck on these these lion videos lately. You know, I'm, I'm obsessed with these things. But like, you 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 know, you're fighting for your for for your your livelihood at that point. So, what did I write down? I think during my youth, that's when um, I think it was like a week or two ago. I did a video on colorism, right? When you when you when you don't have real sisterhood and everything like that, what happens is remember I was late to the game. I started becoming aware of this thing called colorism and understanding what it's like to be preferred, and so then you start thinking about your set of privileges, right? Young women are forced into to be in pygmies. At least well not they're not forced, but I can see how they, they are, are, are pygmies early on. They don't know how to navigate any of this stuff. They're, the sisterhood is broken. And, and so now it's like, well, I'm preferred. I'm I'm preferred. I'm considered, you know, good. Especially if you're a young black woman, when everything that has been presented to you, whether it's subtly or if it's conspicuously, has been like, if you're black, you're automatically considered unattractive or ghetto as if all things ghetto are bad. Um, you're considered um, un- unfeminine. Can you be unfeminine or is it lacking femininity? I don't know. You're considered all these bad things. But what I say is, when you've got a bunch of young women who are used to being beaten and battered, Right? told that they are not valued, told that they don't have any visibility, that now it's like, wait a second, I want to be seen, I want to be heard, I want to be valued, I want to be loved, I want to be desired, I want to be appreciated. And so it's you're in your prime, prime, fighting, um, your your, your body is usually at its best, and now you're competing. So because you haven't been taught sisterhood, what happens is people start to to say, "Don't no, pick me, I'm better than her." When I look back, I had lots of uh, pick me behaviors. I'm not like those girls over there. I remember when I was younger, I was into like Star Trek. I used to have that little badge thing you put on. You remember from like Star Trek? There's that little thing you have, and you could put on your chest. You like so I was one of those big dorks. I used to love that stuff. I still love Star Trek. So I was one of those girls with the <laughs> on my chest, you know, like I, I like body well, wear it, but like I love that kind of stuff. I was one of those people. I was like, I'm not like I'm not like those other girls. I like Star Trek. I'm not like those other girls. I don't wear a ton of makeup. I like to use my natural beauty. That's the kind of stuff I said. I I just have a bunch of guy friends. Now, Part of that was the, the environment I was in. Um, I chose these environments not knowingly that this was going to have an impact on my relationships with women. But like, but then, then you run into these scenarios where like you're learning about colorism and all these other things, and when you don't have a strong sisterhood to help you navigate that. You are a pick-me. You engage in these. Uh, there's so many behaviors, I think, when I look back. I'm like, oh, my. I was that person back then. Some of it was unknowingly. Some of it was subconsciously. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing. I was trying to figure it out. A lot of these young women, especially black women right now, because of the culture that we're in, we're in the shade read, drag era. There's no sisterhood. And this is your, they're fine, they're prime, I keep saying fine, they're prime competition stage. Let me move on real quick. You know, many of us want to belong, you know, we're tired of being othered. We know that right now there's this silly gender war going on. And you've got black men making it clear that they don't like black women um, because they're dealing with their own masks. And there's a lot of women who just want to be long. They want to be loved. They want to be valued. They want to be seen. They want to be heard. They want to be beautiful. They want to be desired. You know, they want to have friends. They want to. They want. They want it all too. And so now it's like survival of the fittest. It becomes survival. They want to be long. So they're like, screw this. I don't want that. I'll take the alternative. If I got to be a pick me in order to find love and find happiness... I want to be chosen I want to be heard I want someone to value me I see that's what's going on oh my goodness I remember how um, I went to Hey, I'm getting close to my job and I I didn't even get I gotta finish up when I was in tennis I was playing tennis one time I remember this white lady came up to me um, it was an end of season party and she came up to me and she was like it's so good to see you And I looked at her, and I was like, well, thank you. She was like, this is hard for you. Now, this woman was older than me. She wasn't old. She was just older. Probably, I don't know, if I had to guess, 8 to 10 years. And she said to me, I can tell this is hard for you. Because I got along, but I wasn't always, like, super engaged. And she was like, you have a hard time with women. She called me out, I'm an adult, and she called me out. And I looked at her, and I was like, I do sometimes. And she was like, I've been there, and it's okay. And so I was like, she was like, it's okay. She was like, well, I'm glad you're here, and I hope you come back when we have our next end of season party. And uh, there's some other stuff she said between, and the point I'm making was that I remember I was so used to being like, having to fight for my own space, my own value. I was always, like, having to fight and prove my value. And she was letting me know, it's okay, you don't have to fight and prove your value because you have it, and I see you. (laughs) She didn't use those words, but she's letting me know, I see you. It's all right. It's good. There's so much I want to get into that, but I'm running out of time. So, I, I learned that it was okay, you know, to, to be a little bit more vulnerable, and I didn't have to, to fight to be seen, so I was already seen. And then I'm just going to get back to what I was alluding to earlier. Um, many of these young women are lacking true self-confidence. There's a lot of imposter syndrome, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that we're not pouring into each other. All right? So... It took me a while in order for me to learn real confidence. Um, I didn't have to extinguish anybody's light. And I didn't really do that too often. Only when I felt like a cat that was cornered, um, then, I, I, hey, I'll snuff that light out so quickly and let you know that you are not me <laughs> and that I am everything, right? Um, I think I've, I've had to learn not to um, take on everyone else's views or what i perceived to be their views of me Um, i had to learn i had to learn through healthy relationships how to handle me so anyway a lot of these young women are acting like pick me's because they don't have like a real sisterhood at least I'm talking about with black women. And and look, if this doesn't apply to you, then let it fly, right? Don't be in your feelings. Get out of your feelings. A lot of these women don't have sisterhood to navigate these stages of womanhood, okay? And so because they don't have it, which is a collection of shared experiences among women in the group, right? They don't, if you don't have it, To navigate the various stages of womanhood, girlhood, teen, 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 teen world, um, young lady, middle-aged, senior, whatever. They don't know how. So what happens is you're fighting to be seen in her. All right. So let me go ahead and and get off of this because um, that's pretty much it. I hope you enjoyed it. Leave a comment for sure. Let me know what you're thinking. All right. All right. And if you haven't subscribed, go ahead, and su- go ahead and subscribe because I'm amazing and everybody could do nothing wrong. All right. I'm sorry about all of this going on. It's getting rocky back here. And I should probably get off now. Have a good one. Subscribe.